0: the point I can it's cheating! It's It's sensational! It's Seattle Sounders FC Soccer! To Sounders Scuttlebutt. I'm Aaron Lingley, and as always, I'm joined with my buddy, your Alliance Council president, your Guerrilla FC president, and the communications director for the Independent Supporters Council, Cameron Collins. How you doing, Cameron?
1: Pretty good. Um, I think the Super Hawks just won. Oh hell yeah! At Wenatchee, um, unfortunately, our game tomorrow is canceled, but that means if we win at home. Uh, for those that are new to the to the podcast that's the the basketball team I work for, and Aaron, you went to the last game uh this uh-huh. Sunday at home filming uh we will clinch a playoff spot if we win <laughs> already oh,
0: right, with a whole month left in the season everyone come down to s p u
1: yeah sunday three p m if you 're in the Seattle area, come down and watch some basketball if you uh message the at S Superhawks on on uh, Instagram. They'll probably give you a free ticket. If you ask.
0: Sunday's a rough day. You got to like, ask for a free ticket. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, there you have it. That's a deal. You can't refuse.
1: Yeah. Come, we'll be there. Uh, you can come hang out with us and enjoy some hot dogs and uh, whatever else they sell chips, drinks, <laughs> watch and the water men's basketball team in town.
0: <laughs> That's true. Um, Yeah, that was a sporting event uh, that just, well, that will be a sporting event that's happening in Seattle. Um, But what happened in Tukwila was pretty exciting. Uh, Last night, we were recording the day after because I was too tired after extra time, because I'm a dad, to record Mm. a quality podcast. And we're still not going to record a quality podcast, but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, now it's earlier in the night. So you were there. I was at home.
1: I was there, and, and I'm ready because uh, on Monday night, I appeared on a podcast uh, for the Locals, which is the supporter group, one of these supporter groups for San Diego, I'm talking about Gorilla FC and kind of the outlook for the game. Uh, you can definitely find that if you search for Kicking It, a presentation of the Locals supporter group. So Kicking It with the Locals, I was on episode 23.33. Um, you can see that. And then the night before I was on our friends, uh, the, uh, pod loons over there. Um, so, uh, pod on You loons podcast talking about the Minnesota game. So I'm ready. I've already spent this week talking about these games. Uh, and then we had the craziest outcome ever. I'm glad you, you just popped in and watched it live. Is that because you couldn't start from the beginning?
0: Um, Yes, essentially, I I found out, I was like, okay, at seven, I'm going to jump on the stream and see if I can, like, pause it or anything like that, because seven o'clock is my daughter's bedtime, and Mm -hmm. it's not as quick as, hey, see you tomorrow, Um, so basically, I'm doing dad getting ready for bed stuff with my right hand and holding my phone in my left hand watching it live, (laughs) (laughs) because I was like, I'm not, it's, US Open Cup is always nuts. Win or lose, something's going on. When we were yeah. in Tampa Bay years ago, like there was swirling winds of like 40 miles an hour, you could literally see the ball like fly like a kite. I remember I that. I mean, that Atlanta obviously, red card wedding. Yeah, Atlanta lost
1: in the U.S. Open Cup yesterday. Yeah, they did. Um, mm-hmm. there was another upset the day before. I forget who, but uh, another team, I think it was off. San Jose. Yeah, San Jose. So that's Jersey. right. They got knocked off, and there might have been one other. So MLS teams are getting knocked off left and right, but we played at Starfire, uh, 7 p.m. start, and uh, went down and hung out in the beer garden for a little while and hung out with other Alliance Council members. Um, Gorilla FC FC had tickets for sale, and if we host another game, we will. Unfortunately, our next game is on the road, but who knows, we might host the, what, sixth round, I think? I think think, we're
0: playing the the galaxy, we're
1: playing at LA Galaxy, that's correct. Um, so hopefully we can win that. But before before we get to, to all that stuff, why don't we do a little for sure uh, scuttlebutt? Because there's some big MLS news today. Uh, a player that we're really familiar with, Justin Marum from Real Salt Lake, uh, who has over th- 350 MLS appearances. He, he's uh, on the Iraqi national team. I was gonna say he's on the Iraqi national team, yeah. That. He got traded from uh, RSL to Charlotte in exchange for 100. 1,000 GAM, general allocation money for this year, 100,000 GAM in 2024, and up to an additional 150,000 GAM in 2024 if performance-based incentives are met. Now, GAM, TAM, what does it all mean? General allocation money, GAM means you can use it for anything uh, within the organization, pretty much. TAM means you can use it for player contracts. So TAM is what you pay down a DP into becoming a TAM player or um, or just have a tam player and that's what you're paying him with. So it, it's it's to take a player who is uh would would cost you a dp slot usually and move them down so they're that mid mid-range player. So a uh, lot of money there. Uh, in
0: your opinion, real quick, yeah. Do you think the way that they have the financials constructed in MLS is a good idea? Yeah. Was a good idea? It was just generally terrible. I, you
1: know, I think it's probably a just confusing. it's confusing
0: as all hell. I think <laughs> I, I think
1: it's, it's probably a function of the um early years of MLS mm-hmm. uh, where they wanted more control over team finances. It is of course a single entity league which technically should probably not be legal, but as of now
0: it hasn't been broken so up. So is the NFL? Um aren't they?
1: No, they have different they they are no, their The
0: owner. the owners Run there, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, involved. this is
1: they're, the league owns everything, and then you just basically get us you buy into the LLC. So, uh, yeah, I th- I think it's silly. Um, but most of what the MLS does is silly, and my guess is there's some reason they do it in order to prevent uh, them from having to leave single entity status. Um, but we know Justin Marim well, um, you know, he played for uh, a bunch of teams including real salt lake and uh has uh what 55 career assists and 54 career goals so did he play for columbus rsl yeah he played for columbus as well yeah um and atlanta united in orlando but um oh, i, didn't I didn't have him over rsl because he definitely is a quality player so
0: uh, he's getting up there in age
1: but oh yeah he is he's, still- he's he's still good so um happy to see him go and of course uh, we'll talk about
0: leaving Levin, Danny, Danny Leva. Leva yeah Danny Levin. Danny
1: Leva off to Colorado um, Danny Lo- Danny great, Lona. great news for the sounders great news for him because he's he an still ours yeah we we have him under a five-year contract and uh, we can bring him back uh during the summer window or after the season depending on uh you know what we want oh this is a
0: great deal yeah I didn't well, know that part and we I get a draft I knew... out of it so uh truly well, we got a draft pick too all right
1: yeah like fourth round or some ridiculous thing that we'll the fourth
0: matter. round is it even the super draft at that point i think yeah. it's just <laughs> maybe it's I, the, I don't know what round late round not.
1: draft pick that is meaningless
0: Then what will fourth. be a player that? sorry probably. dude I mean, <laughs> sorry person who we draft with that pick
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean those players aren't making our team generally because um still
0: a human being cameron
1: right but they just they, we have youth player that would take their spot so damn um, right we
0: do especially on wednesdays
1: Memphis 901 beat Atlanta 2 to 1. Um that's uh pretty I think Atlanta didn't necessarily play their best players, but uh well they they lost. Yeah, I mean,
0: we almost saw what happens when you just play your B team or C team or youth team, right? But right, uh, yeah, we right. got out of it. I do want to say one thing when you said who so who did Atlanta play?
1: Uh they played uh Union Memphis
0: 901. 901. Mem- yeah. Okay. I love the USL team names. Yeah, they're great. They're they're much more creative than the MLS. There's yeah, something and there's there's something like the San Diego Loyal. Like yeah, there's good. something very San Diego about that. You know? I think that's cool. Um name some other ones. Like as you go look at the scores. Um I, I can't remember them off the top of my head.
1: Las Vegas Lights. Sense who are a super fun team, Orange County SC, who who that's a a boring name, but still Northern Colorado Hailstorm FC. Yes. That's a fun one. I remember them with a big upset a few years ago in the US Open Cup. Uh, And then, you know, San Antonio FC is kind of boring, but the Hartford Athletic Chicago House, who I don't even know who that is. Uh, I love that name they're too. They're NISA side, so they're even lower.
0: <laughs> Charleston Battery, I think, is cool. Yeah, Indy, Indy Eleven, Indy that 11.
1: That's oh, yeah. cool. Our friends over that's there a good one. in in Indy. Shout out to them. Um, and, you know, Tampa Bay Rowdies, of course, was the NASL team. but Oakland uh,
0: Roots, get out of here. That's oh, yeah. Oakland dope.
1: Roots are awesome. They have some of the best merch that, like, if you really want, like, go look at their uh, starter jackets that, have, that are uh, reversible. Oh boy, I want one so bad, but they're a lot of money, so I can't justify it at the moment. I just hope they don't sell out again. Last year they sold out,
0: so uh, yeah. We, got we Colorado Springs Switchbacks FC, the Switch Birmingham Legion, yeah. Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Riverhounds. Get out of here! Did
1: I say New Mexico United yet? Because because I love that team.
0: Yeah, but that's not creative. I know, but still, uh, I don't even say creative. See. These are just sound like very like wholesome sentimental names like there's there's a story behind each one these.
1: Each yeah. the
0: tampa bay rowdies tell me about that. city fc
1: are the the obnoxious fans who um i don't necessarily this part doesn't bother me they they don't want to be a part of the mls because they view being a part of the mls as being sellouts that's fine <laughs> okay. but like, they're the ones I don't, who I don't like money they got mad at saying that that they couldn't say the f word and they they held it up as like this huge like uh, fight for justice because they weren't allowed to wear t-shirts on TV that had the F word on them. And it was just like, shut up. Like, no, that's not the same as fighting for, for equity and equality for, for black folks or LGBTQIA plus folk or anything else. So come on, bros. (laughs) Yeah. But no, USL is super fun. You know, I, I, I wish we had a team closer to us so we could also root for, I wish, uh, the Tacoma Defiance are still in that league, but I get MLS next makes sense for an MLS team.
0: Contractually. It also makes sense. Yeah. And, right. And Cause they can move up and up and down. If the championship Unless is I'd... smart, they would start.
1: Uh, no, MLS next is all like second teams for us. So for the, MLS, I understand, I mean, but like you can
0: move, you can move, you can move oh, your you, own. They're, they're, with, they're within your, your yeah. own front office. You yeah, don't of have to. Yeah.
1: I, I just wish they, uh, if, if, if they were smart, USL would start doing um, relegation and promotion uh, within their own leagues because then the MLS would have to take notice and eventually become part of the same system. That would be nice to have a case study. Yeah, I'm not a, a one of these pro-rail crazies because where the league in MLS is still expanding and you can't expect someone to build a, you know, I don't know what spend a billion dollars on a team and a brand new stadium, and then go okay, you're relegated later. <laughs>
0: like yeah, you know, like this year,
1: <laughs> thirty to fifty years from now. Okay, like set up the system now so that the MLS can buy in later. Nah, anyway, well, we that's another
0: conversation. Here.
1: Yeah, we got scuttlebutt from our our uh, loyal fan base. Shout out to all of you. I'm glad I, on the I Discord on the that we're out at the. The match, uh, posted those awesome pictures in Discord. What what are they asking us about today, Aaron?
0: On the Discord with the link located in the show description. Um <laughs> uh, you definitely need to talk about Leva. Yes we do, Rodze Jose. Yeah. Sorry I should I mean, just give any credit cuz I knew you already asked us to talk good, about
1: good that. Good move. Um, you know, there was not going to be a spot for him and and so uh, my understanding was that he was given a choice. Uh, this is uh, someone who's close to Danny who shared this with me. Do you want to play or watch us play? Yeah. Do, do, do you do you want to play savior. with them or or and get minutes or do you want to sit behind, you know, three other players? And mm-hmm. is he going to get minutes? He's going to help Colorado, you know they Four had Four other
0: players pretty much. Uh,
1: yeah. True. They had Jack Price go down uh, for the season. You know they they can use help. Oh, really? And uh, I think I heard that uh, uh, what's his name Vargas, not Obed, but the other Vargas that played for uh, S two uh, or uh, Tacoma Defiance is now playing for Colorado as well. So at least he'll have a friendly face there. Marlon, yeah, I bet.
0: Oh, Marlon Brown's like his brother. Is Obed. no, I w-
1: I wish they were related, but not bad. Uh, they, they they are not, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, but yeah,
0: we already have two brothers on the team.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, and then the funny thing was, uh, yesterday, uh, during the, yeah, he's on the Rapids now. He plays mainly for Rapids too, but he is, he is over there, Marlon Burgess. Um, they (laughs) screwed up on the broadcast because we had Cody Baker starting at right back and we had Reed Baker Whiting starting, and they called them Cody Baker
0: Whiting and Reed Baker
1: <laughs> Whiting. So <laughs>
0: we have a new pair of brothers coming in. Tony. Well, and and last note about Leva, I, I do like the contractual setup, like we are covering the cap hit. Yeah. So basically they, they get him for free from a payment standpoint, but they gave us ni- the same amount, I think ninety two or ninety-four thousand dollars. And we got that in Gam. Yep. So, so it is a kind of a nice little and you said you've got a draft pick it will be probably me um if they they probably know that I'm from the easiest of the year if the easiest public I'm that's a, that's a fourth round super draft pick I've
1: been seeing a lot of um I know you uh have to wear your jersey during the games but I've been seeing all of the Adidas Lego jerseys on sale I feel like maybe you need one for practice to match your shoes
0: Ooh yeah, yeah. oh yeah I have Adidas Lego boots Yeah. Everyone. They are amazing. And even though it hasn't worked yet, I've been stepped on three or four times. I thought, you know, like, oh great, no one likes to step on Legos. Lego, sorry. It Lego is a plural. Um anyway, next one.
1: European foreign speak. Third round pick we got out of Colorado. The third round pick in the twenty twenty five MLS super draft. I am sorry if that did that just come through, ladies and gentlemen. Uh what? The broadcast no. for the super okay on my end. No, it you're really loud. The broadcast for the Super Hawks started up again because the game wasn't over. They had just lost it like for the last. Why
0: season. are you so so excited about 2025? No, they just they, shot backwards. The, All right, makes The sense. broadcast loud noises was that off no one for heard. 15
1: minutes, uh, so the Super Hawks haven't won yet, and now we're only up by five. So this one's oh. going to go down to the end. Hopefully, though, we can still get it. Everyone, come out to Sunday.
0: Anyway. More Speaking scuttle. of going down to the end, Seed ninety seven asks, "What do you think of Schmetzer's timeline with this with the club? Or what do you think Schmetzer's timeline with the club is?" Okay, so he just he, well, uh, there's more. Oh, there's a lot more. <laughs> so just just I mean, should we just, just start with that question this.
1: before we do? Okay, want the whole thing? All right.
0: Well, let's see if they all they might chain together, right? So, what do you think Schmetzer's timeline with the club is? Would his role evolve to the front office? Do you think he would coach somewhere else? And then they gave their their answer oh. to that. So should we listen to that first?
1: No, let's do okay. ours, ours <laughs> no. first. Okay. And all then we right. can see what they. We'll say. come back to 97. Yeah, you. See ninety seven. Yeah, I mean, think? he just coached his five hundredth game for the Sounders in all competitions, including USL. Um, Which match was that? To was yesterday.
0: It, yesterday. Yep. What a what a what a good match! to One obviously it's a win so that's great but what a good match that's another a one where he match gets, anyway
1: where he gets out coached and makes bad subs <laughs> i knew you were gonna uh-huh uh-huh yeah let's take out our best okay. player leo chu at halftime we'll get to it again um, again never leo chu must be on the field at all moments never again okay forget it let's go back uh what do i think it is i think he will coach through the world cup and then i think he will retire um
0: and do you think he'll go to front office no in any capacity? No, he's a... Current, remain he affiliated. He doesn't. Well, he'll always be affiliated in some fashion. Well, but professionally? But no,
1: I don't think so. I think he's going to enjoy retirement. He's been doing this a long time, so I think. Yeah. He's been uh, you know, do I think he'd go somewhere else? Not in the MLS. I think if he got if if the USA ever long came long. calling, I could see him doing that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think, it's hard I don't to say think no he to will. Um, it's kind of too late. And they seem to like uh, a different kind of coach. So, uh, yeah, I I I see him coaching the this year, and I think his con- uh, his contract is either through next year or the year after. But um, I could see him coach- coaching through uh, the end of his contract. Maybe if it's then, then a one year extension and then riding into the sunset but we have to have another coach ready to go if that's the case and i don't know if that's a coaching search or we already have freddy juarez who used to be our sales coach Mm -hmm. andy rose of course is looking to move up in the coaching world has done a great job so who knows what it will be but i i just can't i can't imagine going much longer than that it has to be a really stressful job especially after last year and this year where um this year, less so, but last year had to be a very tough year. I mean, not making the playoffs. If we don't make the playoffs again, I think he gets fired.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, I, that's, that's fair. Um, okay. I concur. You, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I concur. I'll just go with you. Yeah, what, what, In what, my, yeah. yeah this is seed 97 In my mind, he's a great coach, yeah. but I also think he's living his best coaching life, given that he is Mr. Sounder through and through. That's not a knock on him. It just feels his success and legacy are site-specific. Wondering how all of that informs how, when he does part ways with being head coach. And if there's any potential for him to overstay his welcome languish, or if he'll have the self-awareness to know when it's over. Very. Yeah, that's a, little that's bit, a great
1: thought. and, and <laughs> It's a good gen- thought. It's very deep. Generally, I would say he does. But as a coach, you also have to be the optimist, right? You have to believe that you can win, and so walking away would be really hard. And imagine what that conversation has to be with, with uh, Adrian Hanauer. Like,
0: oh, you know, Adrian's like you better choose to go on your own. In terms, he does not want to have that conversation. No, he does he not ha- want to have to. He didn't. Let... Want,
1: he didn't want to have it. It was Siggy, and he had to.
0: Yeah, but this is because I mean, he is Mr. Sounder. He's Uncle Sounder right um yeah i picture him as as an uncle (laughs) yeah but um yeah no i i really hope you know obviously i want us to win the cup every single year but i want it to be a high note i want him to ride high i I still regardless of frustration every coach is going to give you frustrations but at least we've never had a porter right we've never had a vermese we've had ziggy fucking schmid and Brian fucking Schmetzman. I got to imagine though that
1: people who have Porter love Porter, and people that have Vermise love Vermees.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. But, when, you but know, I see, feel, didn't you I love Brett you on, Boone?
1: Didn't you love Brett Boone? Can you imagine if Brett Boone was another team? Honestly, the most, you I, didn't
0: love Brett Boone. I didn't like dislike him, but I didn't. I I there was something about him I didn't really like. I didn't. I did think it was interesting that he switched up his batting stance on two strikes, which isn't unheard of. But he but also, it one was, time, and it worked. I so got his autograph
1: and uh, some lady in front, some guy in front of me was getting a, a ball signed by him. <laughs> and he's like, it's for my wife. And he goes, ah, she digs the boon. Like, he's the total <laughs> wow. typical baseball a-hole.
0: And, yeah, say, uh, but when, he he when he's hitting home runs But who's an asshole?
1: Yeah, when he's hitting home runs because he's juiced for us, like, love it. I'll take it. <laughs>
0: Okay, so where are we where, where that was going off so on? So
1: that's right? I'm just saying that's what you know Vermees, I think I think I mean they're probably frustrated at the moment, but it's not Vermees' fault that they lost. It's because ever since their goalie body slammed Christian, their team
0: has fallen the apart. Curse. Their team that is that is true. They, this is their first win, the U.S. Open Cup yeah. match. That's their first win of this year. any competition. Yeah. yeah. And and last year and they were, were about terrible. To play, their
1: wow. team has fallen apart since they bought it. Because then they lost, remember they lost the games after that and didn't win the number one seed. Uh, okay,
0: last part of this tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about before we already played them this year. We whooped their ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, although it didn't start whooping ass whooping, but it ended that way. We were talking about him losing his job if we if we beat them. He still has his job, but we have another opportunity. If they <laughs> Like, I, I want them to lose this weekend, but I want them to lose. And he's like, you can't fire Burmese before the Sounders game, can you? Even if you lose this week, if he's going to get fired at all.
1: No, I, I mean, I think you give him time. You
0: you give him to, a chance to, to play the Sounders.
1: I mean, with all the success. You give he's him time brought, to figure it out. With all the success he's brought them. This is only his second, like, bad year.
0: He's Well, I guess he did give him an MLS Cup, right? Yeah. I was gonna say, but Ziggy was a better coach than him, and we had to fire him for a lesser. Like we weren't didn't start a season zero and six. But yeah, but we, we also we fired Cup. him in
1: July. So uh, that's t- giving time. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so we we got a little next a one little more, and and think about that. The second half of that year, we had the the best second half in MLS history, and went to the MLS Cup. So, I mean, uh, and won it.
0: So yeah, with a different coach.
1: You, right, but what I'm saying is there's still lots of time to turn it around for Kansas City.
0: Once they fire Vermees, <laughs> let's just do it a little sooner after we whoop his ass. His last professional like coaching match of all time will be against the Sounders. That'd be nice. i approve. approve. Um, no offense if you know him
1: personally. We obviously don't know him as a person. We just offense despise his coaching tactics and the way that uh, he ruins the game with uh, the way he matches players play.
0: I agree with that, and also offense. Uh, Cran, my man. What's up, Cran? Antoine Griezmann, striker for Atletico Madrid, posted a selfie of himself wearing a Mariners jersey. Yeah. Do you think he would consider playing for Seattle when his contract ends? If we looked into him, do you think he would replace Ruiz Diaz? General thoughts. And also, so if you haven't seen it, um, it's uh, Instagram. It is Antoine Griezmann giving a pretty much a at Mariners F not pretty much, literally he does this, shouting at the Mariners and, and Julio Rodriguez wearing the, is that the ocean green, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ocean green. And with his, he looks like, what was the, he looks like a mix between Tom Holland and who is the poor dude that died, but he was like Scotty. Was he, he, oh. Um, for Al, um a like, new Star Trek Al-Gord movies. Al like. Yeah, he's, a, he was a Russian I guy.
1: Al Gord ansel was that him
0: i know who you're talking about his car or his he his rolled car. down a hill and he got caught between it and his yeah like, wall and it, it crushed and him house and he, in and la he,
1: and it was like a glitch in the car
0: that, he was an alpha dog with justin yeah, he's, timberlake he's and then he was great. also i believe scotty and, it wasn't ansel uh,
1: Algard, that's the guy that's still alive but it, it, yeah i know exactly he was amazing as uh i think it was charlie barkley or something like that in a a movie where he played a high school kid and uh, it was kind of Robert Downey Jr.'s comeback in some ways as a serious actor. Uh, It was so awesome because he was playing an alcoholic principal. Um, So I think it hit kind of close to home. So uh, yeah, I really, I really liked that guy that kid. Um, But uh, he unfortunately uh, passed away.
0: Anton Yelchin. Yelchin. He looks like Anton Yelchin. Yep.
1: Yeah. I could see that.
0: Antoine Griezmann does, and that does not answer Cran, my man's question. So, the answer to his question? Um, what do you think? I
1: mean, Griezmann's 32. He's mm-hmm. still in the French national team, technically. I can't see sound. I mean, I don't know enough. We don't know enough about Craig uh, Weibel and what he likes to do as a GM. I know under mm-hmm. never happened. He's never signing a DP that's over 30.
0: Um, I think there's exception. Just, al- Just almost 30.
1: Yeah, he'll sign a twenty-eight, twenty-nine year old, but that's then you're going to get two to three productive years.
0: Yeah, um, I'm just I'm just it, don't want people to think you think that Garth would only sign DPS that are twenty, twenty-one. No, that's well, no, no, that's obviously. We, I don't MVP think we can even money,
1: afford but. one that's that young, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Atlanta. Is well,
0: but,
1: no, that'd be cool, but I, I mean, I don't. I think it's unlikely. I think we're more likely to go the South American route right. where you get more value uh for the player because they're not overpriced european players um if he wanted to play here though it could happen right i, I think as Messi comes deuce. over here as other players start coming over here yeah but deuce was tied to the you know he's american
0: so well, that, that's true but he wanted to play for the sounders yeah he had his choice of teams he chose us so to portland. exactly even though Kirk portland and the order of operations or was it was yeah. a waiver wire yeah those are gone now. they should have they don't him, do the, they got rid of anyway. that all
1: together so do i think he'll come no um you know this year in la liga he's played 31 matches has 11 goals and 10 assists he's nowhere near wow really um he's... the yeah he's nowhere near having to to drop down to a lower league so unless he really wanted to come live in seattle like i can't see it but uh we do need someone to replace raul unfortunately he's mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Definitely knows how to make Seattleites talk. Yeah. Raul. I love Raul. He's a great person. You know, I got to hang out with him for a second yesterday at halftime, interact with him or before halftime of the game. And I I love him to death and I want him to be healthy. But the older you get, the harder it is to stay healthy. And I don't think it's going to get any easier. They're going to have to figure out a role for him, the similar to the way they figured out a role for Nico, where he has to stay Mm -hmm. in his little box. And if absent that, I don't know how he stays on the field. So I I think we probably need to move on in some fashion. And I'm hoping Nico will play ball because he wants to stay in the, I mean, when he came here, he said he wanted to live in the United States. He played in Seattle in the, uh, was it Copa America? He played in Quest Field or whatever it was called at the time. And CenturyLink Field probably. Uh, Is that that what it's called now? What's it called now? No, it's Lumen now. CenturyLink. Um, And and he said, I want to live there. And that's why he came to Seattle. So he wants his family to grow up here. So I could see Nico maybe if, if as long as he can, his ego can handle it. I could see him taking like Tam money to pl- play for the Sounders, uh, and opening up a DP slot for us. But I, I don't know about Raúl. That strikers have a lot of ego, and that's nothing against well,
0: him. We still owe him money through next year, right? I believe
1: uh, that's nothing against Raúl. Like um, mm-hmm. he's he's deserves all the money he's earned. I just worry about. Uh, what happens next? Of course, I was wrong about Nico. They changed his role in such a way that he he
0: is not a detriment to the team. In fact, mm-hmm. he's helping us a lot. So, uh, number one in the league in I think defensive breaking passes. I think if they could believe yeah. it's just another word for key passes. If they could I'm- find a
1: way to get uh, have Raul play up top with someone else, I think that solves it he obviously isn't ready for that as we saw in the Portland game where he and Jordan kept running into each other's space which i think was really detrimental to us in that game definitely definitely but more time to practice that i think that could really be a great pairing um especially when christians back who unfortunately um is still hurt uh his they his Symptoms of his concussion have not cleared up. That's it's kind of mm. worrying. It's worrisome. Um, and then also on a uh, softy show on KGR, I think yesterday or the day before Schmetzer was on and said that uh, new who has some sort of viral infection that they can't figure out. So oh, uh, we're going to be probably without new who for a while, or at least he won't be at full, full um, capacity to play. And then we uh, may be out without Christian for a little bit. So. Also, not having Raul is kind of worrisome, but uh, let's let's talk less about Bummers and more about questions that our listeners have.
0: Well, actually, it's funny. Um, the mm-hmm. questions started turning into commentary on the game last night. <laughs> um, G Willow says, how awesome would that be to Griezmann and then Combat Wombat Esquire? That is a harsh PK. And then they start talking about the match. So oh, the why match. don't we? The
1: game winning one? <laughs>
0: last night yeah so they were caught on caught on the thread which means i think the universe telling us to move on to our next segment which will be a combination of last night's match the us open cup win over san diego loyal and our win over the minnesota loons chairman Again, we kinda of talked about it at the beginning. You were there. Yeah. Walk us through I mean Starfire for doesn't allow a lot of, a lot of people. Well, it's not that it doesn't allow, it doesn't have the capacity. So that does limit the experiences and memories people um are able to create. They can't go, is my point. Mm. But it's a good Wow, that was place. a really, really, really weird way Frequently to say it, to that not mass. a lot of people get the opportunity to go to Starfire. Honestly. But I've been there, you were there, how'd it go? If you have good seats,
1: in some ways, it's better than uh, where the, the Sounders regularly play because you're like on the field, right? You're you're right mm-hmm. there, you're in on the action. We got to see a squirrel run on the field. We got to see a bunny run on the field. Uh, things that a we, bunny as well last night. Yeah, uh, right Aww. before we scored a goal, a uh, bunny ran over and lay uh, laid down right next to the San Diego coach's feet. Um, I you know those could have been highlights of the game. And any other game where the Sounders are playing a minor league team and look like they're on their way to winning four or five, nothing. Um, I, I spent the first half in the beer garden. So back behind uh, the opposing team's goal. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not easy to see back there. And so, you know, we were talking and having conversations and just assuming when you're up three to what, three to one that you're going to put it away. Um, but, you know, halftime we sub out Leo Chu everything changes. I want to talk about their penalty first or our penalty first, excuse me, in the 93rd minute.
0: Oh, really? Okay, we're going backwards.
1: Backwards, yeah. So the, the game winner. 93rd minute, game's uh excuse me, not 93rd. That's when they scored their goal. 100 and uh yes, 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 yes. Sorry. 20th minute maybe. Way late. Uh we score uh, or we, we our player's taken down in the box.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I do think it was a soft penalty, but if you watch the replay, they put he puts his foot out and and uh, our player draws contact,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so that that tends to get called a lot. I'm I'm not uh, really surprised that they called it. It's kind of a tough situation, but if you watch the replay, go back to the the Ariaga handball in the box, he puts holds his yeah. arm in and it hits him in the shoulder. His arm through well, his body.
0: I would say it, it did four hit arm. just below the shoulder. Still, it's not, not four it's definitely not his, his bicep, but his arm was completely
1: against uh, his body, along his body against mm-hmm. his body. The mm-hmm. other
0: arm was out, which I think influenced. the, You know, it's a snap decision to make as as a ref. I understand Still, that, no, I, and I, his left arm was flailing about but that doesn't matter yeah that's not the ball that's not the arm that the ball hit so So that's a see where you're going that was a
1: terrible that's a way worse call than the one Mm -hmm. that that for us at the
0: end and then the universe righted itself or the ref realized maybe that probably shouldn't have been a penalty but this isn't var or anything like that so when on our our first goal it should have been a penalty
1: like they should have given us a penalty and instead um i think it was Mm -hmm. reed baker whiting was taken down and then he actually had the assist to freddie that was double air. Oh, it was a double air? Okay. Yeah. And then he had the assist to Freddie, uh, after he fell down
0: <laughs> from his ass, yeah. by the way. So baller move because he 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 fell he succumbed to the what the hell moment with like that defender did and a few other defenders. Yeah. But then within a half second he realized no whistle keep playing. Right. So
1: So that's the penalty talk. I just wanted to talk about those first because
0: So get them out. Yes. Those,
1: those were the, the game changers, right? Uh potentially. The first you know, our first penalty right at the beginning, we scored anyways. And then those other two penalties, neither should have been called, maybe. But if you're going to call one, you have to call the other. There's no question to me. And San Diego fans, you know, I love you. I got to go on your podcast. You were super nice to me. But they said, well, the situation's different. Why? There is. I don't care when it is. You should be calling the game the same in the 90th minute as you're calling it in the first minute. If you're the ref, that's your job.
0: Yeah, totally agree. And I think, I don't know. It doesn't matter if you're any any human being with eyes watching that match knew once the replay came up that Ariaga did not have a handball and probably shouldn't have gotten that PK. We'll take it though. So when it does happen to the benefit of the other team and it's not even as obvious as right. that one was, you say, Oh well fuck it. Yeah, I mean don't one one for one, the goal those don't matter. They didn't I mean, matter at the end. Uh, at the end of the game,
1: our forward and and forgive me, I don't remember his name. He's an he's a Tacoma Defiance player, but the one that drew that that penalty at the end, he had been going down easy in the box. But if you're the defender and you know that, don't stick your foot out like that. Mm-hmm. It's that simple.
0: Yeah. Um. All right, so let's try to go over the timeline of what the hell happened in this match. Um.
1: Yeah, um, uh, crazy breaking news real quick, so uh, non-soccer oh, related. but I guess this came out uh, an hour or so ago, but uh, Valeri Nechushkin, a forward for the Colorado Avalanche, the reason he missed game three in Seattle was he was sent home because an intoxicated woman was found in his room when they checked on him and uh, she like hit the team doctor and uh, he said he was too drunk to take care of herself or take a ride share home. No criminal charges but wow that's what is going on
0: <laughs> wow uh all right that's in colorado avalanche or the nhl hockey team the kraken are playing yep in the playoffs.
1: yep that is not cool news at all um
0: that is yeah all right important that 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 just made the news i mean yeah these are a lot of rich people traveling looking for other okay anyway <laughs> uh the seattle sounders secure a five uh secured a 5-4 victory over san diego loyal that is what we're talking about that's right what did um what what's your perspective being there that like how that game flowed because for me it totally felt like we should just take we should just taking care of business. Yeah, and, I, and and we've already alluded to it, but I wanna from while you were there, was there like a sentiment throughout the like the, the stadium, the people you're around, like what the hell is happening?
1: Um, I think when we would give up goals, they would be kinda of like, What? But I think even as the clock was winding down to the end, I mean we were in the final we we're in the final minute of injury time, ninety third minute. There was only three minutes of injury time when Kyle Adams scored his goal to tie it to send it into overtime. Like, I don't. The sentiment was we were going to win. I mean, especially early on, it, we we had a little bit of a slow start. They they had a little bit of possession, but once you saw Leo Chu take over the game, mm-hmm. uh, you saw Obed playing well. You just you saw Freddie. They didn't really have much of a chance, and that enabled us to you know go up uh, two nothing in the twenty sixth minute after Freddie had his 15th minute goal and double air had his 26th minute goal. Oh, that, that, that double air goal was the one that should have been uh, a penalty, but then, uh, no, sorry, that was Freddie's in the 15th, but then Freddie's. Double air followed it up with his own goal.
0: That was when the keeper whiffed. Yeah. I mean, he, it was quite a stretch to try to catch it, but if you're not going to catch it, you should know that and you should punch it. Yep. Right. Yep. And it went over his fingers and landed perfectly for double air. And that,
1: that happened more than once, but we didn't have a player in position
0: other times. So
1: up to nothing going into the half something we should just, we should just put it away. Right. Like that's, it's, um, it's not a, um...
0: wasn't it three? Did you say two nothing or three two nothing at halftime? Okay. At halftime. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause it did get to three nothing.
1: Yes. Uh, no, it got to three was one. It... So in the, in the 53 so was... minute Joe Corona
0: score, did they score before we scored our third?
1: Yep, Joe Corona had the penalty in the 53rd oh, okay. minute. Um, that is, of uh, of course, Joe Corona, who used to play for the um, Houston Dynamo, the LA Galaxy, uh, Tijuana, Veracruz, S- Sinaloa, and America. And he played one game for the Mexico U-22s and then played for the USA and uh, had 23 caps for the U.S. national team. So he's 32. He's one of their elder statesman over there and clearly he knows how to bring them together because uh he scores in the fifty uh, third minute on that penalty and well I would say the game did change prior to that. We took out Leo Chu at halftime and and we, we were we did not have the same level of pressure. Mm-hmm. We did not look like the same team we were.
0: Yeah and I think I think the gift of a penalty just spurred on. Yeah, like we probably win that game if that penalty doesn't happen even though we might lose the half. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Like we probably would have scored one more and they probably would have scored two. Yeah. Or one if it, you know, um unless you take Leo Chu out. Uh, or unless he unless they score that penalty which then it just Still, I think I that.
1: think taking out Leo Chu was a mistake. Um mm-hmm. you know, he's not like he has a lot of minutes on him this year. I would have liked to see him at least play a little bit longer. Uh, Cause that's when everything changed. You know, we do go up three to one because Paul Rothrock scores two minutes later and we hold that lead until the 73rd minute. Um, at that time, it looked pretty solid. It looked like we were going to win. Um, we made some other subs where we subbed on uh, players that we had just signed to the Sounders, Paul Rothrock, Hal Uteritz, uh, Trayvon Sousa were uh, you know, Tacoma Defiance players that we had signed to the Sounders just for this game. So we start subbing on our youth players and everything falls apart. Joe Corona scores again in the 73rd minute to make it three to two. And, you know, five minutes left in the game. Um, and I'm not jumping on the criticism, well, don't forget about Reed Baker Whiting. That's later. That's the hundred and first minute. That's we're not even to overtime yet. Oh, I see. Okay. Five minutes <laughs> left in the game. ECS people start chanting, we're gonna win the U.S. Open Cup. And I'm s i am that's one of my favorite chants. I do it along mm-hmm. thinking nothing of it because the sounders should be able to close out five minutes, right? Especially when you have Suzoko and Ariaga in the back. Um doesn't happen. Ninety third minute, their player scores an absolute banger right mm-hmm. in front of uh Jackson Phelps, who was standing right there. Oh really. Friend oh, of the gosh. show. And uh it's it's suddenly we get sent to overtime. Uh and then of course Reed Becker Whiting is shooting that same direction and also gets a banger in the hundred and first minute. Uh
0: he dribbled into his though. Oh yeah.
1: But they didn't close
0: down B- on him Boulder, was the problem.
1: Right? They should have closed down on him, they just kept giving him space.
0: Uh pause real quick. Reed Baker Whiting last year looked like the boy from Love Actually playing drums. Okay. Right? You're right. He <laughs> right. has grown substantially. He's not a he sixteen year old like, anymore, whatever. <laughs> I'm talking about last year. He went from like cute little child yeah. to he go with my ass. <laughs> and like, kind of like in that Josh Atencio kind of did that last year, right? Last year we were like, whoa, this dude is, uh, he's grown up. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Reed Baker wedding, he's, he's taller, he's faster, he's stronger. He, he looks really, really good. Yeah.
1: So scores that goal, sigh of relief. I mean, you're still in the first uh, half of overtime. There's going to be another 19 minutes of overtime, but okay, we can't, this isn't going to happen again, right? Uh, But it does And they score in the 115th minute To make it uh, 4-4 With uh, 5 minutes left in overtime Plus injury time uh, Then that, right after that We sub off Reed Baker Whiting And put on Josh Atencio Which was kind of an interesting move I don't know why we were messing with our uh, Defensive line mm-hmm. at that point um, Maybe because Atencio can push a little more forward I'm not sure but uh, it was it was a little interesting, and then in the 123rd minute, uh, which was basically the end of the game, we get the penalty to win it. So
0: I think it was three plus, so it was the last.
1: Yeah. So we're all I've got to say is we're lucky to get out of there with at least not going to penalty kicks. Uh, it should have gone to penalties. We very well could have lost that if if Reed Baker Wedding doesn't just have that moment of of pure genius. Uh, I'm glad to see the young players step up. Mhm. I like Hell to of an experience t- for the young players. Yeah, too. T- totally. But I like to I'd like to see us take this seriously and we haven't for a few years because we've had other routes into Champions League. Mm-hmm. So this, you know, who knows what our route will be in this year. I I would like to take this seriously. I don't mind if we I don't mind that we started mostly bench players, but I feel like we took off our best player on the pitch during the during the game and then we brought in a bunch of youth players it's a recipe for
0: disaster Mm -hmm. especially against a san diego team that's good yeah real good um they showed it um i have to admit that what we've seen out of freddie montero to start this season was not exciting to me
1: oh i agreed agreed i don't know um it's he hard to see why inside. he was on the pitch, and that game showed us why he's still part of our team.
0: If he doesn't have to run, if he just gets to use his technical ability and his brains, he is still, still so much fun to watch. Yeah. That, and, and it was on display last no doubt. Granted, he's playing against a, a defense that I even end of his years, Freddie... I mean, this guy played well. We know how good he was. You know, there's not a lot of USL defenders that can match his wits and just what his what his feet can do. His he's got 360 ankles. Dude. Yeah, they're no um, they're no so, slouch though. I mean, the, the no, but the I, center back. He, he made him the main center back is on the New Zealand silly. national team
1: for them. Okay, you know they uh, they started a. I don't remember a, ever
0: watching New Zealand do anything.
1: I mean, they uh, were in the World Cup a little bit ago, but it's still to be on a were? national team of a a, a, a New team. New Zealand that, was, yeah, two thousand six, maybe. <laughs> okay, they I'm were at the, I think they were in South Africa. They advanced. Pretty sure they tied all three games and advanced. But um, huh. yeah, I mean,
0: relations twenty years ago.
1: Still solid, solid players.
0: Next. He played one hundred twenty minutes. That's all I am saying.
1: Yeah, and he and Freddie. Well, I'll tell you this: after the game. We were talking to A.B. Sissoko, and we asked, you know, how come you didn't take the penalty? Because he's the best penalty taker on the team. No one knows that, but he's the best penalty taker on the team because um, who was I talking to this way about? Uh, Stacy Maddox from Alliance Council and um, a couple other people, Jackson Feltz. Uh, I think he's very much like Roman Torres in the in the 2016 final where he doesn't open his hips when he shoots. And he takes a short stride, so you do not know which way he's going to kick it. Remember, against RSL in the playoffs, he took the second kick. So he said, hmm. I would have taken it. The coach said I could take it, but you have to give it to the legend. Oh, So he said, if there was a second one, like in penalty kicks, I would have taken it. But you have to give it to the legend, Freddie Montero. So I like I like seeing respectful,
0: respectful youth there. No, that's true. But it's a, 120 minutes, and the photo taken with him, um, with you, right? Nick, Nick Lespiello. Nick. Yeah, no, I, Nick, I, yeah, saw, yeah, I Nick, mean, I saw Nick, him, but I didn't take a photo. You were Ruiz Diaz. Yeah. Or did Nick Dick do both?
1: No, I mean, he may have. I don't know. I didn't take a picture of Ruiz
0: Diaz. We just said hi. Yes, it was Nick, and I said that I can't believe it doesn't even look like he played he played 120. He played the entire match. Yeah, he's, and he didn't have a bead of sweat. His hair was fine. Like he still he looks, looks like he did when we signed him. Granted, he wasn't running. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I mean, yeah. Shout out to Freddie. Very lucky Good to get out of that game
1: with the win. Very exciting, mm-hmm. though. I mean, if you if you're a neutral, one hell of a game. Uh, I don't know why we were in the group that we were in for the next round. I, I thought we were playing Portland. That's what I had heard, but. Uh, we actually were drawn in a group with Portland, uh, LA Galaxy, and I forget which the other team was, but we drew LA, which is why we're going to LA Galaxy. And yet, I think uh, LAFC had one easy MLS team and then two minor league teams, so I don't know why we get end up in the group with all MLS teams and LAFC
0: doesn't get any. There's, It's not like, I don't know. but This is how US Open Cup sustains chaos. Yeah, so we are just going to be... thrown against the wall, and they say, go kick it.
1: May 10th, Wednesday, May 10th at LA Galaxy is our next match. Which... Oh, just a couple of weeks. Interestingly, I think I get to LA on May 12th because the Superhawks have a Southern California road trip. Maybe I can figure out something about that and go see LA Galaxy play at the Sounders at whatever that place is called. It's no longer StubHub. I think it's something... Sounders else go
0: play at... Yeah, what is it?
1: Whatever it is, so... Uh, what was your take online watching it? Because you know I feel like sometimes in the crowd it can be a little disconnected when depending on where you are at starfire mm-hmm. um I did go up and stand above like where the press box area is for a little bit to watch from up there, and I watched from all different angles, so um mm-hmm. I needed to pace once we gave up that goal cool the minute.
0: yeah, um, the stream I thought was great actually um I remember back in the day when. We might not even get a stream, and if we did, it was K horror. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when we played outside of San Jose? It was when the fight broke out with Eddie Johnson. Yeah, it
1: was at uh, it was at Kaiser, Kaiser, in state at Kizar Stadium in San Francisco. Yeah, right there, uh, yeah. right below haight Ashbury. Yeah, uh, I remember haight that. Street.
0: That stream being there was no stream. That late. was somebody
1: in the crowd had their phone up. And was live streaming it from the crowd for us.
0: That was a they did a great yeah. job, never mind. That was a Sounders fan <laughs> live streaming yeah. it
1: for us Which because was there was no stream.
0: <laughs> Which was dope. Alright, yeah. So that so that even helps us the the, the legend of the US Open Cup out even further. Like this is the how far we've come. So it was a great stream. I thought, I thought it looked really, really good. Obviously the best seat in the house. Yeah, they did call him Weed hear James Weed
1: Baker Whiting when he did they we? yeah they called him Love and marriage. His, his goal they called him weed baker whiting uh yeah James. well james posted a picture he was literally right below underneath <laughs> yeah he was like the camera. <laughs> them
0: we can hear you through the feed me i'm right here yeah, yeah. So, that, so it looked great um um i and, and therefore yeah it just felt like a you're watching fa cup you know where where the Games are played at smaller stadiums, so yeah. the camera wells are so much lower, um, which I guess gave you your own kind of like it's U.S. Open Cup, it's Starfire Field, even if you're watching TV. So that was yeah. kind of cool.
1: It was cool. I saw Craig Weibel um, right near the end of the game, like the last few two minutes or so, and he he said to Jackson and I, you know, um this is really great experience for our youth to players like this is going to be great from the build on, but I would have rather win by four. <laughs> so yeah, uh, shout out. out to our GM who, uh, <laughs> who at least can take some positives from the negatives.
0: Right. But yeah, I mean, I generally have the same take it ways. It was like, Oh, we're going to put it away. Freddie looks great. Leo Chu looks great. Love what the kids are doing. Reed Baker Whiting is an adult. Sawy so we Weed Baker Whiting. Um, and then, yeah, when, and I, and I totally get, I get the, I get the sub. I understand why.
1: Yeah. I mean, were, he, we've got a game coming but, up this weekend. You want exactly. to get, you want to get minutes we're,
0: in like seemingly the game's in hand, but you took the keystone of what, <laughs> I mean, Freddie and him were linking up. Mm-hmm. were helping the ball move. Like I, I, I make another decision, but we don't have to get into it further. No, As, I just I and I agree. I'm just saying yeah. I agree with you. When I, when he came out, don't sub off Leo Chu anymore. You
1: yeah. We've yeah. seen how the game changes no matter what the game is when Leo Chu is not on the field.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is it's it, it's I'm super super excited to see he he's blossomed. He's Jared Jared Kellinick or Jared Kellynick. Right? Is that a good yeah, I think that's, that's a good, a good, good comparison? Example. Yeah. He's Great probably account. one of the best players in the league right now in terms of statistically, even though he's kind of dropped off the last couple of weeks. I feel like yeah. that's just because there's been changes throughout the lineup around him
1: Yeah.
0: And instead of consistency. Um, so, But let's hope we get back to Jordan and Leo Chu up top, and maybe that can lead into kind of short little loons recap and what we think about next week. Do
1: we need to take another sh- music sh- break?
0: Probably two days. No, let's just jump right into it. All
1: right. Minnesota, dang, we had a lot of shots in possession, but that's how they like to play. That's my biggest takeaway. I think I think it should have been 0-0. Zero, zero. I don't know if we deserved a goal. We weren't really that goal dangerous. Um, I don't think they deserved a goal either. They were not. It was a great goal, though. It was, and seeing Russ Neck score, I love it. want more of that. come has to watch him come in and just smash it that way.
0: Wanted. I feel like he's, he, he hit the post two weeks ago.
1: Yeah. So it's finally finally good for him to to open his uh account for the year, yeah, but it didn't it was it was a frustrating game for me. I think you didn't leo could not um connect up top uh it just was not he was overpassing it a little bit, and I don't know if he was pressuring himself because of the injuries because he knew he had to step up uh but I think you saw the way he could still pull the defense. Back mm-hmm. and and make things happen and uh, sometimes we just look kind of old. Even when we're in possession, I just feel like we don't look dangerous. Then there's times where we look Ooh. really dangerous, but this felt like one of those games where we don't look dangerous. I mean, Minnesota plays from the back; they are not the type of team that is going to attack you directly. They're going to go on counterattacks. They're going to go through their midfield. Um, you know, they have that new young South Korean midfielder who uh, we talked about before. It was pretty good. He's good. Yeah. Uh, you know, they they would be forced to be reckoned with if Reynoso hadn't disappeared.
0: I think if you just literally put a different team's uniform on that team and change the coach, even though the decisions are exactly the same, they probably win that match. But the Minnesota Loons are, are cannot beat the Seattle Sounders. Adrian Heath cannot beat the Seattle Sound. especially
1: not in Seattle. I think was that our eighth yeah. straight
0: win or seventh straight win? It was. It was. Some... I think technically it's ninth from when or when Heath was with Orlando. Oh wow! <laughs> so eighth for the Loons, ninth for him. <laughs> he just literally cannot wow. beat us. So, but what was your?
1: Um, I mean, you you were did you you went in person, right?
0: No, I oh, was going to, um, but we had a birthday party. That I forgot about. Oh, that we had to go to. Hmm. So
1: I don't think little kids For, remember for our three year old,
0: not a friend's. I would skip a friend's birthday to go to a Sounders match. Um, yeah, probably would. Unless a party, unless I was planning it or something, um, then I'd make it a Sounders match. So, yeah, no, it was, I want I to spend as much time with my daughter as I possibly can. I know I can watch the game later. Um, if it's a playoff game, we're talking about, And it's got to be my daughter's birthday, but. Um, I thought it was, I agree with you. I'd, I think that was probably, uh, your keyboard is loud as hell.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised. What? How can No,
0: you... You, like you have a game, like, do you have a gamer keyboard? Yeah, but how could you hear it? Because my mic is muted. muted. Uh well.
1: That is very strange. My, literally my mic is muted. Oh my goodness. That makes no sense.
0: Oh yeah, we can hear you. What
1: are you hearing me through? There's only one mic plugged
0: in. This is so yeah, that's insane. Weird. Uh, the meter's going too.
1: Yeah. What? What in the world?
0: <laughs> I great podcasting. Like yeah, now. I know. Like
1: if I mute myself, this is truly bizarre. I apologize. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's, it was just typing. Um what you asked me was, what was my take. Uh I was not at the game. No, I was at home. I watched it on TV. My take was we luckily got 3 points. That's it. we didn't we didn't play very well. It, and and the Loon's didn't look very dangerous. Right? It kind of was boring to be honest. It was kind of a boring match. But there were some good moments. Obviously that goal was fantastic. I thought it was great uh interplay uh to get that across. Um, but when the defense is just kind of letting you do things in front of them and just slowly backing up, that's, we just didn't know how to break that down until that, that kind of shot, that was the kind of shot we needed to get through that. And he was the right player to do it. So, yeah, there was just real, no connectivity, continuity, what have you in the front. Um, I like a bear. I do. Um, I just like Jordan Morris better up there. If we don't have Rui Diaz, and yeah, at this just wasn't, point, I kind of want. Ru- I don't know if Rui Diaz. He might have to be a super sub. I mean, yeah. sorry, dude. I hate that. If though. you're getting if you're getting injured, in training, scoring a goal, which is your job, that's not good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't hear any details he whether you know someone took his foot out, if it was some sort, you know, if it was an awkward play, what it was, but isn't yeah. it
0: his hamstring?
1: Yeah, but I don't know how he did it. Right? Is there? Yeah, s-
0: well, I assume I assume that's just. It could be nothing. It could be, it could like be someone hit him as he was running.
1: Just, Who yeah. knows? I haven't. I have heard anything.
0: Right. But you did see him there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he's not. He's not debilitated, but it is what four to four to five weeks. I mean, that's just that makes me think it's just it's the soft tissue. It's just the nagging can't play one hundred percent, can't play ninety, can't play probably even sixty percent. But you're fine jogging. That's probably what we're looking at, and that's mm-hmm. what happens with hamstrings. It's like it, you literally have to just do nothing on it for a month. And at, at this amount of money, I'm not. That's not sustainable. So. We'll see what happens. Um, Yeah, not too exciting. That's why we stayed to the end of the, we started with the exciting match first. And who do we play next week?
1: We play at Real Salt Lake, the former home of Justin (laughs) Merriman.
0: This is good storytelling. We're coming full circle.
1: Yeah. You know, RSL, um, I just never feel confident when we play them. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, there's a juju
1: around them. I mean, they're coming off a three to one win versus San Jose, and then a three to one wow. win versus the Las Vegas Lights in the U.S. Open Cup. Well, wow. um, win probability by however they pick stuff is thirty six percent for each of us and twenty eight percent for a draw on Google. So, um, you know, I, I, it looks like it people, just people be... are thinking we're gonna there, either of us could win or it could be a draw. <laughs>
0: which is is like as down the middle as you can get. Yeah. No, totally. It's a 50-50 that one of them's going to win or it's a draw.
1: I mean, we're 6-2 and 1 this year with 19 points, second in the West. They are 3-5 and 0 with 9 points, ninth in the West. Uh, their form guide overall uh, is uh will do, will do this backwards because usually they put the most recent game first. So loss, loss, win, loss, win is their last 5 and ours is win, 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 loss, win. Um I'm hoping we've excised the demons of Portland. I don't. I don't know that we I have excised the demons. <laughs> I mean, our last game, uh, we beat them two 0 at Lumen Field, and uh, Jordan Morris and A Bear scored.
0: Uh, I was great game for us. That's what I was going to say. I was like, how yeah. similar is our availability for this match? I think as as it was in Week One. Yeah, probably this. No, Rui minus. Christian, uh, right? Christian, which
1: is such a huge difference. I mean, Oh,
0: and Nuhu, who?
1: And Nuhu. who, um, Shit. if he doesn't play, I don't know if he's out for sure, but you know, us open cup there. You had Morris, Ladero, Joao Paolo, Rusnak, Gaymar, and fry all rested. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: road, uh, wrote played.
1: They me. started Justin Glad, Pablo Reese and Demir Krylak in their game. So they did. Oh, okay, so, Krylak is yeah. probably their best player. Um, this is the uh, second time that Rusnak has uh, played at RSL since he joined us. So I wonder if he'll be having any any feelings about that. Um, but yeah, we've been the best defensive Underkill. team in the league overall. If I think if you take away those four goals, uh, we've only allowed what three, three, three goals in the season. We had
0: seven. Seven goals yeah. against, I believe. Yeah, and
1: we have five clean sheets, um, which is interesting because I f- do feel yeah. like Fry has lost a step, but our defense has stepped up.
0: I, I, I think, yeah, I think it's it's Yamar and, and Reagan in the middle. And, well, I don't have to say who. Obviously, we know who's playing the back. But, yeah, New Who, Yamar, Reagan, Alex, they are a very, very good line. That is great height, great athleticism, smarts Reagan is probably the least talented out of them yeah and he's and he's fantastic so I'm really hoping um, that that's that's why
1: yeah yeah and I'm really hoping that our defense is key to this game because uh, we've actually lost 10 of our last 11 matches at Utah
0: wow Uh, so this is going to be a set piece. Yeah a and and, I, and and this is maybe where Reagan or Yamar get their goal. We've only Damn. won there
1: once and it was in 2011. Damn. So this is not this is this is a tough place for us to play. It's always has been. It's a beautiful stadium but uh you know, they have the uh third worst goal differential in the league behind SKC and Montreal. So that that bodes in our favor when we have Leo Chu up top, uh, but we've had a lot of talented players play at RSL, whether it's been Clint Dempsey, yeah. Jimmy Martins, yeah, Roy uh, Diaz, and <laughs> all these guys that we've had on our team. And uh, we just can't seem to do it there. I don't know uh, if it's, is it at altitude or something? It's Is it like Denver? No. I know it's just something about that place.
0: Maybe they're drinking the lake water.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Sandy, Utah, man, we just can't do it there. So, I worry about that. I uh it feels like we never win there, but um you know, it's all right. Maybe this is time to
0: buck that. I guess game. we're due. Yeah. Maybe 12 what's, years. What's your prediction, Jeeves? Well, now that you say that, honestly, I have no idea. I'm usually I'm usually glass half full. Um bec- because I I have expectations for this team. I've talked about this before. Yeah. But this is not this is a team that you'd really have to deplete our lineup, which is kind of the conversation we're having. But when we have our, be- our best available or even one of them off and have to sub someone in, it's like, I still have an expectation that we're going to win. We should win two, three to one, two, three, zero. doesn't matter who you are. We have that quality. But this has been an interesting, it's one of our best starts ever. But we've had such a crazy starting lineup, like, all these shenanigans we've been having um, with injuries and Leo Chu emerging. And then <laughs> it's just, it's we've actually, it, you know what I mean? Right. It's just been kind of a weird mix with a bear, Diaz, Jordan Morris, all playing up top in the first six, seven games. So it's been hard to predict. And then you say that one win in 12 years. Hmm. So I think we lose. Okay, what what
1: what do you think the score is going to
0: be? Jordan probably starts. Do you think?
1: I would I would assume
0: so. Yeah. With Leo Chu starting.
1: Mm-hmm. Probably Russ Neck on the right. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, now that I think about it, I like that. No, I retract. I retract my statement. I'm going back to good old Langley. I think we'll win 3-1. Wow. Now that I actually think about it, when we have Leo Chu and Jordan again in those same spots that they were prolific at for two weeks, and Russ Neck just scored a goal. And now he, he, he just scored. He's got to be confident. Going back to Sandy, yes, for the second time. Is it second? I know they played like three or four times, but this mm-hmm. is the second time back there. Okay, mm-hmm. so with some confidence, with a striker and a left wing that's going to get garner some attention from the back line. Ladero's is fine, well rested. Uh, Obed looks still looks good. Joss Atencio looks good in his back and healthy. JP is JP. That's a lot all the way down to your back line. That yeah will be out maybe knew who. And that's Kellen Rowe, who I think is average. And that's all we would need right there. He's not bad. He has his moments and he also has his moments. So actually, I think we're a little more comfortable than I first was thinking. So I don't know why I got dark for about 30 <laughs> seconds, but I'm right back to because history there right? a lot. Yeah,
1: and history reared its ugly head at Portland. So that was a little rough. I I'm gonna go one nothing sounders. I think uh although we have a rough history there, maybe this is time to bucket just because we have this amazingly powerful offense when they can connect. I mean we're gonna see uh Morris and Chu together again, hopefully. Uh you are going to see our defense be really strong and they have a you know negative seven goal differential, whereas we're at what like eighteen or something? No, I don't think it's that high, but fourteen. So uh, I I think we can get a goal out of it. I think it, it will be a similar match to the one we just played against Minnesota, though, where it's it's not um, not necessarily a fun watch, a little bit of a slog, but we're gonna come out with the win.
0: Unless he subs out. <laughs> Unless he subs It'll out, Leo Chu, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then we're losing four-one.
0: But that's where I don't think I don't think it's it's hard to have Leo Chu in the field and probably not score multiple goals, especially with Jordan Morris there. so i I, I totally get where you're coming from, but that's why I come up with three goals hmm. is that he's so dynamic yeah and and he's he, grown into such a dynamic player and
1: even when he's not uh you know making the best crosses he's stretching the defense. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping yeah, and that and his it. minutes midweek kind of got him just a little primer of what it's going to be like to play this weekend and, and kind of, he can continue in good form.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, reminder to scroll down on your phone, go to the description of the show and join the discard. Discard. <laughs> <laughs> Where that comes
1: Sound from. like <laughs> my grandpa who was from the new England.
0: Join the discard. Um, Discord. He used to tell me to plug the, cat the plug
1: the card into the wall. Plug the card into the wall. What cards? Yeah, I thought? thought I, I thought I was going somewhere in the UK. I think. I, I mean, it, no, it's, it's a little bit Irish, too, but Scottish. You know, yeah, Scottish. Oh, okay. But that's Scottish. that's where New Englanders get their accent, anyways. Is
0: the UK? The only thing I can say with an Irish accent is, "Oops, I'm sorry, I it. <laughs> I don't know why it's that. Sentence, Speaking of which, and this is going to be sorry, This
1: is going to be funny because huh? it doesn't actually sound like this. But when uh, Jerry Springer started out in politics, he kind of had an accent exactly like JFK. Which, for those who don't know, Jerry Springer used to be an actual politician, was mayor of Cincinnati. You're
0: going to say so you don't know JFK is dead? Yeah, JFK dead. Uh, was a president,
1: <laughs> but also Jerry Springer is dead. As of today, sadly passed away. Uh, I don't think people really? realize, yeah, if he hadn't... Today? Yeah, he died after a short illness at home. Uh, if he hadn't mm-hmm. been one of, like, if he hadn't done his show, he could have been, like, a politician in the United States, the, the caliber that would have ran for president. He actually ran for the governor of Ohio at one point. So... Uh,
0: and, I knew he was a politician. and Oh, and he was Still great. I, there was a This Picture American Life episode... A where he take a
1: ...where he took apart Reaganomics and kind of said, you know... Trickle-down economics doesn't work because rich people already have enough money to buy a boat. They're not going to go buy another one. They're just going to keep the money in their bank account. Mm-hmm. So it, it was it was really like – and they did studies. He could have left his show and become a politician again. But by the time he left his show, he was too, too old, I guess, to want to run because running
0: for big politics. Little does he know, you can literally be – 82 years old <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> for fucking president so yeah, anyway
1: but just I mean it's just it's you know rip Jerry Springer uh, I know a lot of people didn't like him because of his show but uh, let me tell you until you watch someone chant donut whore at their TV screen along with the crowd you really haven't lived
0: you know who makes us live Leo Chu yes
1: but also James
0: Woolard. Woolard. yes Woolard. James Willard um oops I'm sorry I parroted <laughs> what is where can they find you on social
1: media you can get bro? me at legal Minded punk on twitter and instagram go follow me on instagram I'm I've never really used it much and I'm trying to make it a more professional thing and get followers and stuff
0: yeah and uh if you want to just communicate and be unprofessional you go to my twitter at a a r o n l I'm Aaron Lingley you're Cameron Collins And this is... James Willard. Ibsen Saria You can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFCScuttlebutt. And for all inquiries, including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities, please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match. And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BritVoxus. That's BritVoxUS. We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders! Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time?
1: Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and irreputably the best MMS team of all
0: time.